Adrian Orr, the central bank head of New Zealand, callously made fun of the ongoing fraud that is modern central banking and their fiat currency control monopolies this week. We actually fund ourselves and then work out what dividend is needed to pay. So um, we kind of work, it's a great business to be in central banking. Um, mm. Print money and people believe it. And, um, and, um... and while central banks indeed control and can create fiat currency from mere keyboard strokes, on a global net basis, their official gold bullion buying and record-sized volumes of the last few years reflects a growing truth. Gold bullion is the proven store of value money that will be increasingly saved to backstop the unraveling faith in fiat currencies as stable source of value. The largest G8 nations have so abused their fiat currency, creating privileges versus their ongoing official gold reserve piles, that it will require a substantially higher gold price ahead to rebalance diminishing fiat currency faith versus future gold reserve reality. Surprisingly, it's the Russian Federation that is best currently prepared for gold's coming revaluation escalations when we consider outstanding unbacked currency supplies and GDPs versus ongoing respective official gold reserve holdings. This week, Japan and the United Kingdom were both added to this list of economies currently in admitted recessions. And while on a nominal basis, the Japanese stock market has finally returned to its former nominal price highs achieved during the late 1980s bubble era, when measured in gold bullion, the Japanese stock market is still over five times cheaper now versus back then in late 1989. This week, the spot price of gold finally dipped below 2,000 an ounce during intra-week trading. Western unsecured gold ETFs continued to see outflows and sales, yet spot gold still finished its 13th week in a row, priced above 2,000 an ounce. Underreported U.S. CPI, or consumer price inflation data, came in hotter than expected this week at 3.1% annualized. Admitted price inflation in U.S. car insurance premiums led the list of increasing costs eating away at U.S. consumer purchasing powers. The vanishing U.S. middle class, according to billionaire investor Stanley Drunkenmillers, it's been driven by, quote, no greater engine of inequality than the Federal Reserve Bank of the United States. Well, in a signal that billionaire investors are beginning to see real value and increasing their exposure to gold-related investments, Stanley Drunkenmiller's family office sold tech and bought shares in major gold miners, as reflected by recently reported financials. Here is one of those mining companies CEOs this week on Bloomberg. We are joined by Mark Bristow, Barrick Gold President and CEO. The company reported an earnings beat earlier today and announced a buyback for investors as well, a new buyback program. Mark, thank you for joining us. A big question in the market surrounding gold is where really where prices go from here. Uh, how much can they come off the highs we've seen in December? How do you really talk to investors about the price itself? So it's a very interesting time and I, I, you know I've been talking about this for a while. You know, everyone wishes the interest rates are going to come down rapidly. And, and of course, uh, you know, the bet on, on the gold comes back on. But I think there's a much more systemic problem, and that is the, uh, the global economy is not in good shape, and, and neither is the U.S. economy. And, uh, and so I think we're going to see interest rates higher for longer, and we'll run the risk of stagflation. And ultimately, that'll bring back the, the, the upward pressure on gold because it's then risk on uh, as far as the global economy goes and, and, of course, the U.S. economy. So, you know, I think this is a, a dynamic that's going to play itself out. At the end of the day, I still believe that the 
the, the risk is on the upside uh, when we, we talk about the medium and long term for gold price. And that's what we remember, we allocate capital for the long term. Uh, you know, today's gold price or tomorrow's is actually not relevant uh, in our business. Well, that's interesting. Do you think that it'll actually hit new records at that rate? Yeah, I think there's very real uh, risk on the upside. And, uh, you know, I think, but again, you know, I've never been one who runs a company for uh, a specific gold price. Um, we focus very much on making sure we can make uh, uh, returns for our, all our stakeholders uh, throughout the cycle. Promoters of gold mining bets often tout the potential upside leverage miners can offer investors. Yet their overall performance has been continually dismal when compared to simply owning physical bullion outright over the last near two decades now. Bullion outperforming miners has been the general situation in the precious metals industry starting years before the 2008 global financial crisis to now in 2024. And the brutal fact is that bullion has outperformed global gold mining indices by a factor of more than six times since the start of 2006. And of course, this underperformance may eventually change but historically, that doesn't occur until mania phases and the peaks of gold prices. Currently in an era where protecting one's capital is far more important than risking one's capital, I'll continue to own the real things outright. Hello, this is James Anderson on behalf of SD Bullion. Smash the like button if you enjoy these bullion market updates. Subscribe to our channel here for weekly bullion market updates with exclusive bullion service offerings like this one. The worst day on Wall Street since the crash of 1987. We're now down 43%. This could be the most serious recession in decades. Protect your retirement with gold and silver IRAs. Learn more at sdbullion.com backslash IRA. The silver and gold markets had a mixed week in spot price performances with silver outperforming gold. The spot gold price closed again for now three months running above the building 2000 ounce price support level. The spot silver price had some pop today and it finished the week's trading with both bid and ask prices well above 23 an ounce. The spot gold silver ratio fell sharply with silver strength trading down to 86 for the week. The Chinese market returns after its recent New Year's holiday. Nikki Shields pointed out that historically the return of Chinese traders to the silver spot price market has contributed to a rising silver spot price over the last decade and a half of data. Now, while that is a short-term data point worth consideration, I'd prefer to look out further on the horizon, especially looking east. The world's fastest growing consumer populations and consistent physical gold and silver buyers are mostly in the Eastern world, China and India being where most of the world's new wealthier consumers will be growing at. And while last year's 2023 Indian silver import buying was off from its record buying volumes in 2022, the start to this year 2024 is encouraging as India imported over 700 metric tons or just over 22.5 million ounces of silver bullion last month, January. Rising premiums locally in India for silver bullion suggests this year's import volumes will be larger and they are off to a decent start in terms of demand. Demand was so strong in India last month that even the United Kingdom coughed up over 150 tons of the shiny exports eastbound. Swinging back to the USA and the overvalued US stock market broadly speaking, let's look at the Buffett indicator since the 1980 gold bullion mania peak. 
In beginning 1980, at merely 40% of US GDP, it's now bubbled to over four times that figure. Measuring the US stock market bubble by bullion illustrates a similar potential value proposition setup. In terms of the current S&P 500 divided by ongoing gold price, a future date below one to one parity seems conservative given the 2011 lows and looking back throughout the 1970s gold bullion bull. And considering the current S&P divided by the ongoing silver spot price, the spread and long-term opportunity is even greater with a future dip below 50 being conservative given historic precedents of both 2011 era and the 1970s bull. When we consider both current and rapidly escalating U.S. debt levels ahead, divided by the ongoing gold price, a similar dead gut bounce formation from the 1970 to 1980 bullion bull is forming here in the 21st century. Back then, U.S. debt divided by the ongoing spot price of gold peaked to trough collapsed by a factor of 10 in about as many years. And this 21st century secular bullion bull market version is both larger and longer. A similar repeat of the U.S. debt to gold ratio collapse phenomenon it simply means anyone owning bullion here to there will not only have protected and preserved their wealth, but rapidly enhanced it over the coming debt devaluation era. That's going to be all for this weekly SD Bullion Market Update. As always to you out there, take great care of yourselves and those you love. If you enjoyed this video, hit the like button and share it with those you love. Subscribe to our channel and hit that alert button so you know when we publish new bullion market updates.